well done for finance. We are recording this live from Scotland. My name is Brucey, and I'm joined this evening by my very good friends Jimmy D and Owen T. It is the 10th of March, and this is the... I've got to get it right this week, Jimmy, because you told me off last time. The British. In 2021, Board of Lockdown. Three friends started a podcast. Today, still going strong, they continue talking nonsense. If you're having trouble sleeping, and if you can find it, maybe you should listen to the book. Thank you. Thank you. So, was that? Was that? I really just realised Sai does quite a good at the end of Burich there. However, for the entire intro, he puts on an American accent. Well, you know, this is supposed to be a Scottish podcast, (laughs) and for the entire intro, he's trying to be American. We need to change that intro. I know we need to. We need to change it up. But uh, yes, for those of you who are uh, keen listeners, you've probably spotted straight away that uh, Simon's not able to join us this evening, and we have our. Uh, a brilliant stand-in who's agreed to join us at very short notice, fair play. Um, Owen, Mr. Uh, Mr. Thompson, well. how are you? <laughs> uh, very well, thanks for having me. Good to have Brilliant. you back, Owen. Get some get some take, Westminster take on recent events. I can't wait for that. That's, we can try. Uh, uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, you're a very distinguished guest. Is it right? It's not. It's not right. Honourable, is it? Is it? Is it honourable? Oh, no, is it honourable no. member or something like that? You get called. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's Do we one. bow? That's Do we one. B- baby bow? I'm a bow. No, no, no. Don't bow. Right, no, okay. no. We don't bow. Right. Good. Okay. Probably should say though. <laughs> we don't bow if we can help. Anyone that doesn't know, Owen is the uh, current Westminster Member of Parliament for Midlothian. So, uh, and as well as being Chief Whip for the uh, SNP at, at Westminster. So. Uh, Indeed, got, got proper and we've done all the whip job. gags. If you've not listened to the previous uh, podcasts, we've done all the whip gags already. So that's why we're not going there again. All yeah, right, so. we're gonna we're gonna move it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a shame to have you on at this time, Owen, because it's really, it's not much going on, really. You know, I mean, we, we keep making this joke every week on the podcast, but you know, there's just there's, there's so the last few weeks have just been dead quiet, really, haven't they? Really? Well, it's yeah, it's it's really. Quite something. Uh, you must find no. You know, seriously think... though, seriously on no, though. Right before you answer, and I'm sorry for cutting you. Off. <laughs> do you not? Do you not words. find <laughs> three words enemies, and I'm already cutting them off, right? Oh, but no, you. is it not hard? Because I'm going to ask him a question to, to to kind of get to the heart of this. Is it not difficult to get just parliamentary business done? Because you hear about it going on in the background, and now and again I get a wee story about the Tories have sneaked through another bill, and guess what? It's a lot of crap. And and you know, and they're sneaking stuff through because they're just all all the oh look at the big thing over here, and whether it's Partygate over there or whether it's you know the Ukraine crisis and, and stuff that's going on there, is it, it does it kind of slow the cogs a lot, or does it try and keep going, and does it does it continue to turn down in Westminster? I mean. It- the, the wheels continue to turn. I mean, the stuff you see in the chamber is just a tiny fraction of what actually goes on. Um, that's the, sort of the headline grabbing stuff, if you like. There's um, legislative committees all yeah. the time looking at statutory instruments and that sort of thing. So uh, that that stuff does still happen. Um, obviously, when you've got situations just coming out of COVID, we thought things were starting to quieten down with that. Then we've got the situation in Ukraine all com- coming up, so there, you get multiple statements, and, and all of us as members of Parliament have constituents who are sending emails asking questions of us. We want to ask the government, so we put in applications to get additional question um, sessions. You can do that kind of every day. So these things came, they come about at very short notice. Um, like you'll maybe get an hour or a couple of hours notice of a statement or a, an urgent question getting granted. So they tend to eat into the business of the day. But if the government really wants to, they can kind of, the option is there to effectively extend the day. Um, and you, they call, you can sit till any hour. Right. So on Monday, Monday next week, we've got the calling and dissolution of Parliament bill, the professional qualifications bill, the animal sentience bill and Lord's amendments to the economic crime bill all happening on Monday. Um, so it's a busy Monday. There's no guarantee. It's a busy Monday. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a Monday where we can sit till any hour. Right. 
Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, some of these things might happen quickly. They might sound chunky. There's a lot in them, but actually, because there's a lot of work already happened in advance, they could move quite fast. And then with the economic crime bill, it's Lords' amendments, so we will literally sit and wait for the Lords to finish deciding what amendments they've voted on before we can consider mm. whether or not we agree with yeah, them. Yeah. So it's 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 just the way nature of the system there. It is. It's quite antiquated. I mean, it is though. chaotic. It's quite antiquated. Though. Of it, massively, massively. I mean, it's and it's chaotic because the ability to plan kind of what's yeah. coming in yeah. the day. I mean, the, the most common question I get as a chief whip is, when are we voting? Yeah. And often the answer On is what? simply today. Because <laughs> um, you, you just you just don't yeah. know. Um, yeah. I mean, we had, um, I can't, I can't actually, I can't even, you know, it was only two days ago and I can't remember what the bill was. Um, on on Tuesday or Wednesday. And there were going to be, at one point we thought there was going to be six votes. <laughs> Then it was five, then it was four, then it was back to six. So this happened, this went back and forward over the course of the day. And in the end, I think we ended up with three votes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Because so there's just... no, there's no, still no re remote voting, is there? So you no. can, you have to no. be on site and queue up at the in and the out gate and you have to get marked in and then you have to make your vote and then you all walk back out and then in the eyes and the knees. Yeah. And so, but so, which is so ridiculous, especially during COVID, and that they haven't updated this, and they and they mm. and they are still forcing people to be in Parliament when they could be spend more time with the constituents and out in and in, yeah. in, in the areas, especially the far flung areas, the Western Isles, you know, the Shetland Isles, all those sorts of places, <laughs> even the North of England and and Manchester, and that they could go home and spend more time there and vote remotely, but they just will mm -hmm. not allow that. Really? No. Well, it's interesting because the House of Lords do vote remotely, mm -hmm. and they do still. That's because they're often the Canaries virtually. and are often Barbados um, and places so, like that when they do their votes. So, so we've, we do we do have this bizarre situation where it was stopped for us, but uh, it continues for the House of Lords. Yeah. But um, no, that's that's one of those things. But you know, I mean, the government's got total control over that, really. So it's it's up to them to decide. Uh, I've got a question, Owen, which is yeah, around. Do, you know, because different different bills, and you see on the news and stuff. There's different MPs or different numbers of MPs. You know, mm. how is that divvied up? So you've got all those bills on Monday. Is that so? Do you have to kind of go right? Ten of you are going to that one, or right? That's your area of interest, or how? How is this kind of decision made on what's going in? It's well, part of your job, I assume. Yeah. Um, all, well, certainly the government opposition and us as the third party um, have kind of defined places to speak in bills. So it's kind of like the government will, if it's a government bill, they'll open it, opposition come in uh, with their lead person back to the government and then we've got a front bench spokesperson who gets a, a sort of, that spot is for them to right. speak sort of third or fourth in the debate. And then the government and opposition get to sum up at the end of the debate. Beyond the actual spokespeople, it, it, it's really up to individual members. Um, you either can tell your whip's office and we'll let the speakers know, or, I mean, members, in, in theory, can approach the speaker's office themselves. I, I don't encourage that. <laughs> you like to know what's going um, on. Take control. I like to know what's yeah. going on. Um, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the, sort of, the role of the, a member of parliament, it's, it's up to the members to... To, to kind of let the speaker know and ultimately you come into the chamber and bob through the debate if you want to be taken to speak so um if you want to take part in a bill you can just go in at the start of it and bob right. and that's the that's when you see us all bouncing up, up and down the seat thingy. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i did wonder why people just, do that i'll be honest uh, after somebody sits down everybody stands up and you just think is it are they, and they're trying to catch the speaker's yeah. eye is that what it is it's like yeah. that's exactly uh, it yeah I, I so I you'll You'll see that there's um, very busy sessions, two people, but at least one person beside the speaker's chair at any question session, and they literally are writing down the names of who they can see bobbing, um, and then the speaker decides who gets in. Um, because I was I was thinking nah. as well that I watched the last Prime Minister's question, um, and uh, obviously mm. there's a lot of discussion around uh, Ukraine, there's all, and, and the... Um, uh, and the refugees from Ukraine, yeah, um, seeking refuge in Europe, and and what we're doing about it, and Keir Starmer was going on about that, 
And then after his questions, they went to a question from the from another, you know, the back benches. And the back benchers yeah. started talking about some, you know, industrial park that he was opening up in, you know, Lincolnshire or something. And it was just like completely yes. off the wall. It was just like, what? What's going on there? And then, <laughs> and and who are you, by the way? How'd you get a question? And and I kind of thought it, it does kind of mean that local issues are getting pushed down with all the stuff that's going on, yeah. both with during COVID, then with Partygate, and now with Ukraine. There always seems to be something that, that and it's mm. pushing a lot of the local issues down. But why did those guys? And it's always Tories. Why did those guys get to ask their questions about the mm. local issues? I have to say, it's 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 not always Tories. Is it I not? mean, there's a if at every there's question session, there's effect. There's a ballot, right. so we put in for the ballot. The speaker will always go back and forward between opposition and the government side. Um, so it feels like it's more Tories because they're every second yeah. question, whereas on the opposition side, there's there's Labour, there's us, yeah. and the other smaller parties. So, um, so it, it, if Labour get the biggest share of that, but it is spread out a bit, but. Prime Minister's questions in particular, because, I mean, everybody effectively puts in yeah. for that. So it, the chances the of getting drawn out of the ballot are, are, are quite slim. Yeah. I mean, I think I've had, I've been very lucky, and I've had four or five, I think it is, maybe even six, over the last two years. Right. Uh, I know colleagues who think, I think, have possibly only had one or two in six or seven years. Wow. Um, you know, so it's it can be a very sort of, you don't know how often you're going to get them. So when it comes up, there's a genuine decision that has to be made about, are you going on the big high profile topic of the day as, as yeah. quite understandably yeah. a lot of folk did, or do you take your chance to just get your very local yeah. thing to the prime minister? Because you know that that question session has such a high profile. And, and you know, interestingly, so, all, both of them or two or three of them that got the question all asked, would the Prime Minister commit to coming and seeing my constituents, yes. you know, and visiting yes. us? And he never did. <laughs> and I just thought, no, um, they all want them to come round, don't they? It's, it's, it's probably not surprising that nobody on the opposition bench is no, to they invite don't. Yeah. Them. <laughs> Everybody in the Tory side yeah. did, I noticed that, yeah. And uh, when you were saying, um, just before we came on, actually, yeah, that thought. there's been a, uh, a very unique event in Parliament this week, which I was I thought was fascinating to find out about that with President Zelensky. Mm. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? It was, it was very oh, yes. fascinating. Yeah, it was it was quite absolutely astonishing. I mean, we, we had an address by President Zelensky um, in the Commons. Now, they managed to put screens in and we all handed out, I think it was 500 sets of headphones for simultaneous translation. But it's particularly unique because I think as far as anyone knows, he is the only person ever to be allowed to address the House of Commons who isn't an MP. Um, because... If the Queen comes to Parliament, she goes to the Lords yeah, to do yeah. the Queen's speech. And if there's a an address by the Queen or whatever, that tends to be in Westminster Hall, where both houses would go to listen. Nobody other than MPs, until this, has been ever allowed to address the House of Commons. So that was yeah. sort of unique in itself. But just the whole the atmosphere around it, the fact that it was... He was doing it at all. And, and, then, and then the actual the content of what he said, it was just astonishing to to kind of be yeah. there and um i mean the standing evasion before yeah, you started yeah. and um yeah it, it was just it was you know i've I'm, i know i'm I'm very lucky to do what i do because i mean i'm i'm very political i've always been involved and i'm now in a position where i get to do that all the time but you do sometimes have to pinch yourself when you find yourself in these yeah. kind of absolutely unique situations that you just never would have imagined being in and i mean even four weeks ago yeah so i don't think anyone would have imagined that sort of thing could ever yeah, have yeah. happened and how did it how did it actually play out in parliament so was there like screens or was there a one yeah. big screen or was there lots of so, um, smaller screens and then did you have speakers two. i mean how did it there was two screens um one on each side of the, house. Of right, the chamber okay. yeah. um and i mean there's the the, the chamber's well mic'd up and speakered up right. anyway so you can hear the questions that folk are asking but so the, the the chamber itself was crammed but then because it was such a unique event and a lot of the house of lords had actually come into the viewing gallery ah. so actually the, the viewing gallery was packed with members of the house of lords observing the, the proceedings as well so 
Um, and the Ukrainian ambassador was in uh, again as well. So, and that, and the um, the old boy, the hundred and one year old guy from World War Two. The Prime Minister's questions. Yeah, that was, uh, he's looking good for a hundred and one. I, I have never to saw say. him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was looking really, really well for a hundred, uh, hundred and one. Um, but yeah, so again, that was a member taking the chance to highlight something very yeah. local to their yeah. patch. You know, it's it's yeah, it's it's always a, a decision to make when, when you actually get drawn of what you actually go on. But yeah. This is fascinating. Totally I understandable could, why so many. I could talk about this mm. in Westminster and stuff like that all day <laughs> yeah. long. I honestly could. It's just, there's so much going on. But the the, the mm. Ukraine refugee stuff, if we kind of go on, it's kind of the main news and stuff. Yeah. Um, is that, that must, that gets a lot of cross-party support. But the, the government just mm. seemed to be just saying the right things and doing the wrong things. Well, don't, they're not even saying the right things, to be honest. Um, some of them are, um, but the Home Secretary oh, just she's isn't. Terrible. Um, it, it's. I mean, we had there was a question on Monday or Tuesday to her, and it was almost universal across every question, saying, "Why are we not yeah. doing more to help refugees?" I think at that point it was like there was fifty. Yeah, had yeah, actually been allowed. And now, now it has. It's increased somewhat. And today there was an announcement that it's been made a bit easier again, but it's still not covering no, anywhere no. close to, to that. And I mean, beyond that, I mean, all of Europe's effectively says that don't yeah. worry about the paperwork. Just get out, come here, and we'll you worry got a about passport, the you get a three-year visa, and then well, that's there is an issue with that as well because there's a large uh, Roma Gypsy Roma traveller community in Ukraine who don't have passports. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, and actually, there's probably a lot of other folk yeah. in Ukraine who wouldn't have a passport just because they'd never get around to it or whatever. So if you're relying on a passport, that's also a challenge. Right. <laughs> um, but then when you see situations, there was Irish press were reporting that Pretty Patel had had a go at the Irish I, I yeah. Secretary for being so open yeah. because it was undermining making, the position that Making the UK look like, bad. How dare they? Yeah, so, I mean, when you... There's a picture doing the rounds of kind of countries that have said we've got open borders, just come and we'll help you in blue, and the UK standing alone, red, yeah. in the whole of Europe. I mean, Iceland. I mean, there's, the initial argument was, oh well, mainland Europe, they've got the Schengen Agreement, free movement. That was and already Ireland, there. Well, actually, that. that didn't apply to all yeah. of them, but we can we'll overlook that. <laughs> it's mainland Europe, okay, but then Ireland, um, I think Iceland and other. Yeah. Island nations that aren't in mainland Europe have kind of said, "No, come here as well." Yeah, yeah. And it's still, um, we're just not even anywhere close and to doing uh, nearly enough. Um, this yeah. is this is them playing to their kind of UKIP kind of wing. Is that? I mean, what's the? Because it's not yeah, a good look. Definitely. Like they're getting a lot of yeah. paste well, for it, so they must have a a, a, a sinister yeah. ulterior motive. That's the only one I can see straight away. It's this tough on immigration. Well, it's, it's well, it's. To be, to be honest, it's absolutely in line with their policies and in, in the the, um, the borders and immigration bill, yeah. um, or the anti-immigration bill that they they, they put through. Um, this is exactly yeah, in line yeah. with that. Um, the, the sort of hostile environment yeah. and the go home vans and this isn't something new. They've been at this for years yeah. and now they're doubling down. Um, so it's not. Sadly, it's not a massive surprise. What's encouraging is there's a lot of Tories who are kind of saying, "Look, come yeah, on, enough's enough." Um, we need to act here. With the sort of the UK has done it before. Um, I mean, Scotland's ready. We we just think just let people come, but because we don't have uh, the control over the immigration system, we we can't just yeah, do that. Yeah. So um, it's it's massively frustrating. And so, and um, so can you tell me as a question? I keep and I keep hearing Boris going on about this, right? He keeps traipsing out this, and I and and I think it's a lie that the the UK has done more to rehome, you know, unsettled people since 2015 than any other nation in Europe. And he traipses it yeah. out every time he gets this question. I think that that's not true, is it? No, um, I don't have. The exact details on my fingertips, um, I'll be honest. But I know when he was saying that yesterday... And the other day. He's been saying it for days. Yeah. Um, but co colleagues who deal with these sort of cases far more than I do were 
absolute apoplectic yeah. with rage at just how outrageous a claim that actually is. Um, it, it, I think what often they're doing, they're doing it with the Ukraine situation as well, is they're saying, oh, but we have put more money into this than any other country. And, you know, that that might be something. And well done, <laughs> you know. Well, we should be in the top three um, probably just anyway. Money at I mean, it. just as a standard, you know, in yeah, terms of Europe. Not, yeah. Um, yeah. But this this is another one of the things they throw out. They say, oh, we're the fastest growing economy in the G7, but we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's only because um, we were the, the biggest and, to crash. Yeah. So so there's yeah, there's a few of these things where they're, I mean, it's statistics, and a lot of it's how you manage to use the statistics in your favour. And, and to give some benefit of the doubt, some of it will be down to that. But unfortunately, we've got a Prime Minister who we've now got to the stage where he just can't trust no. anything he says. Well, that's the other thing, in that, and this is the last thing, Brucey, okay? I can get out. You can honestly, you can move on if you want from Westminster no after this, right? It's okay. But, it's interesting. I um, is it, I, 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 I really find it amazing that you cannot call Boris Johnson or anyone in the house a liar when you know he's lying, right? And and even if he is lying, and that you can prove he's lying, you can call him a liar, and he cannot be forced to come back because the rules state that it's ungentlemanly conduct, and gentlemen yeah. would come back and admit if they were lying, and it's just like, <laughs> but he doesn't, and he never does, yeah. and he just goes up there, lies his ass off just the entire day, and nobody can do anything about it. Well, t- technically, um, there is a process you can use, and we did this um, on our last opposition day, which would have been around what St Andrews night. Um, we we moved a motion of censure. Um, now this wasn't a motion of no confidence because that's that's got a different process to it, but because we moved a motion of censure uh, around the conduct of the prime minister and effectively we were saying he should his salary should be docked, for, in that whole debate it was permissible to call him a liar. So oh, wow. it can be done. You just have to use the right parliamentary process. But did to anything do it. come from it? No. 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 Because all the Tories voted right. down. Yeah, no. because they're all like, yeah, leave and, them alone. And I'm trying to remember, I I have a feeling that, I, I can't remember exactly, I think Labour abstained. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, but no, so, I mean, we, we, we try to use the limited um, mechanisms that are available to us to best effect, and that was one where, in that whole debate, and we, we didn't make a massive play of it in advance, but it meant that when Ian Blackford kind of got up and made his initial contribution and, and called the Prime Minister, I think he finished his contribution calling him a liar, it can only conclude he's a liar type right. thing. Everybody in the cha- everyone else in the chamber is kind of going, oh, you can't say that. And then the speaker's like, no, this is absolutely permissible, but because of the terms of emotion, <laughs> that's absolutely allowed. So then they everybody like, else yeah, is going like, he's oh, a liar! <laughs> Guns out, pile in. <laughs> so, he so yeah, so it's not normal. Because I mean, and I get it. I mean, you you don't want claims of somebody being a liar just being thrown about left, right, and centre. It's unique just now because we've got this a liar, an extreme yeah. situation in the PM. But you you wouldn't want a debate where somebody just. They were but just there's no rules to stop from lying. There's no rules that go. Hold on. If somebody can go, I'm sorry, but what he said was a lie, mm. and somebody to independently go and verify it and go, yeah, yes, Mr. Speaker, yeah. it was a lie. You need to make him come back and retract that. No. That There's no process for that, which I find no. amazing. Well, again, there is. <laughs> there is a process for corrections. Um, it's just that he doesn't bother with it. Um, we're, we're looking at that just now. Um, the, the Procedure Committee of the Parliament, we, we are going to have a look at the the whole process of corrections and that sort of thing because I mean you, you can't really have a somebody as a sort of in the chamber live referee there's no VAR option yeah. um, no it has to, to be call it, yeah, back it has to that. be post <laughs> post debate or whatever but somebody mm. has to come back so, and correct it yeah so periodically you will find uh, written statements uh, being lodged in the in the order paper and that is where somebody said something wrong um, and inadvertently uh, misled the house (laughs) Um, and they correct the record. Um, It does happen, but not, not him.
he, he may have done that once or twice, but not to cover all yeah. the outrageous claims he's made. Jeez, oh. Anyway. Fascinating. As you say, James, we could ask, we could uh, grill in, I'm sure, for uh, for, the, for the rest of the hour, just on uh, parliamentary stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> probably very quickly, though, I'd be interested just to hear what you think might happen with Partygate and all that. Do you think that's uh, gone into long grass, or do you think we might? Yeah. Uh, we might come home to roost. No, I think it'll it'll be back. Uh, it will still have to come back. They'll still have to be. Well, the police are going to have to conclude. I mean, Boris has been. Um, questioned under caution, um, you know. So it's, I mean, it's. I think, we, yeah, I think he's the only prime minister ever to be questioned under caution. Even Tony Blair wasn't actually questioned under caution. Um, I thought he had, <laughs> but um, apparently not um, for cash for honours. Um, but yeah, so we've kind oh, of got the situation. Don't get me started that. on that. And, cash for oh, honours. And and. And in many ways, that there needs to be another sort of cash flow owners to uh, to look at some of this. The stuff. return and that's before yeah. that's before you even start looking at the sort of appointing Lebedev as a lord against advice of the security services and all Get these it. sort of things. So that's a, that'll be me getting what if I cut out yeah, in a minute, <laughs> you know what is. <laughs> um, sorry, um, I uh, apologies in advance, but no, uh, joking aside, I mean, there's major issues with all of this, um, and there's no way you can hide from it. It will come back at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely right that it's not top of the agenda yeah. just now, um, but we it's definitely it. no, not gone away. But yeah, you're right. It's there's more important things right now, and, mm. and but that's what they argued yeah. all the way through Partygate is that oh, COVID, oh, there's more important stuff, the government stuff. Yeah. Oh, don't look at this. And then you know the Ukraine stuff. Mm. I agree. Everyone agrees it's more important. You know, uh, yeah. but yeah, I think um, uh, yeah, the time. Hopefully, the time will come on that when they will be held to account. Anyway, mm. anything Brilliant. else, Brucey? Anything else happening? No, we really. What's happening to... in the theatre world? We've talked. Well, well, I should do a very quick plug for my book that was published this week on International Women's Day, Changing the Subject. Uh, we right? talked about that last week, sorry. I know, we talked about that I know, last week. I know, but uh, you know, it's the actual launch. actually available now on all good retailers and some bad ones too. So, um, do you know, I went into there. Waterstones the other day. <laughs> I went into Waterstones, I went to buy it. It's already in the bargain bin. What's that all about? Outrageous. I didn't, that's still only been a couple of days, isn't it? Outrageous. <laughs> it's an outrageous slur. <laughs> <laughs> Lies and false propaganda. Can't prove it, and I'm not going to retract it. <laughs> Screw you uh, all. Some point. Right, well, in which case, given that we've taken like, nearly half an hour of chat, God, side be side of going mad. You'd be like, what's going sorry, on? Sorry, sorry, guys. No, no, it's great. Once I start, start, you yeah, can't no, stop me. Good. Right, we're better. Um, you mentioned a beaver or anything. It's just I, like, know. Yeah. I know. Right, let's move on then to this week's uh, quiz. Man, where's my jingle? I pressed play. And There's supposed to be a jingle happen. about here, Bruce. Is, is there like a jingle? Yeah. In, in, insert oh, jingle uh, here. Is there a, like a little to... caption that comes up on YouTube? I was trying to save me, <laughs> save myself some time. I'm going to have to go back and edit this now. It says it's playing, but it's not outrageous. Well, it might not. This is quite a funny bit now. This is this is people <laughs> laughing at your uh, at your inability to play a jingle. Unbelievable. <laughs> For yeah. <laughs> abuse, you know. Outrageous. To get this abuse, no, you get uh, you get plenty at home, don't you? Oh man, but the quiz is hard enough to get my head around. Uh, right, here we go. So I've I've, I've had a wee go at a slightly different format of quiz this week, chaps. Uh, so I have three sets of questions. Okay, I've only got five of each set because. You know, I do I do have other things to do in my life. Um, uh, so there's a general knowledge uh, group. There's a group which are kind of uh, maybe more in Owen's wheelhouse, kind of SNP politic based. And then right. there are some okay. for James, which are um, curling questions. Okay. And so Ooh. the way we're Got going curling to... news for you. Got curling news. Have you? Brilliant. We'll you try some and curling s- news? squeeze that in in part two of this week's four-hour episode um, the uh so you either sorry jimmy sorry you asked too many uh, parliament questions um the the idea being so you get a point for your own 
set of questions. You get two points for a general knowledge question, and you get three points if you go away and try and get one of the uh, one of the other questions. So, Owen is the guest. You get cool. to uh, you get to choose first. Uh, so what are you oh, what no. are you gonna um, what are you gonna start with? Are you gonna start with a nice easy one, or are you gonna, gonna play it safe? Play it safe. Gonna, you're gonna gamble on a general knowledge. I'm gonna start uh, with the home. You're going uh, to start with the home. Start with the okay. home. Right, this one's probably. Do you know these are easy. although these are home questions, Owen? Right, they're going to be blinking hard. I know it because they're going to be something silly like <laughs> who was the first SMP MP in 1900 Notecake. Well, there's a, there's a little bit of that, but the first one's relatively easy. So in November, <laughs> of which year was Nicola Sturgeon elected leader of the Scottish National Party? Oh. Oh, oh 2014. 2014 is... Yeah, it must have been straight out because it was yeah. after... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you're right. Go. I could have worked out. Well, there you go. Right, that okay. So, Owen's <laughs> gone nice and safe with a, with a point. Right, James, what are you, uh, you going to do? Ah, oh, man. I'm going to get the curling one wrong. I'm going to go home as well. I'm going to go home as go well. Home. Okay. Now, so I, it, just yeah, not to make yeah. this too easy for you, I got these questions from a Canadian curling website, so it might be, uh, might be a little... No, for safe. goodness sake. <laughs> I know nothing about Canadian curling. Okay, well, so your first question is, how does international curling uh, differ from Canadian curling when it comes to the dimensions of the sheet of ice? What is the difference? You are absolutely kidding me. Oh, I, I did not even know there was a difference. Well, neither did I. If there is a difference, forty-five minutes ago, it can only be if there is a difference. Jeez, oh, why is there a difference? There shouldn't be a difference on the sheet. Is it to do with the amount of distance between the hack and the board, the back, you know, the backs to the edge of the ice? That's the, they can't vary anything else. Well, according to my Canadian curling quiz website, uh, yeah, there might be something else. So I'll, I'll give you that much. The... Uh... Uh, you maybe maybe okay. So on the dimensions of the rink, right? Okay, so it can't even be what I was thinking. And the dimensions of the rink, it must be the width. It's got to be the width. It can't be the length. So it's got to be the width of the rink. Okay, that's your last talked out question. You talked your way right around that one. So I'm going to give you it because it's only one point. But uh, yes, it's the width. Apparently, international curling is wider to promote more exciting Jeez. play. Really. Well, really? Yeah. According to my man on the internet. I did or, not know that. that. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, they can't vary any other piece of it. <laughs> well, there mm. you go. So there you go. Right, oh, a wow. point each. Okay, right, Owen, question uh, question two, what are you going for? Right, we'll go home Could again. Go home again. There we go. Okay. Uh, let's have a look. So uh, this one is another, another number one. How many seats are there in the Scottish Parliament? 129. Oh, straight away, boom. Right in there. He has got it, yeah. So it's 2-2. <laughs> James, second question. James, what are you going to do? You should follow up, follow up question, Owen. What's the split between constituency and list? <laughs> oh. um, what is this? 60. Is it 64? 65? Constituency in 64 list? No, it's not the same. I know that. 64 list. Uh, eight regions with eight seats in each. Sorry. It's all right. We'll look that up. I don't have that to hand. I want to try and get this quiz done before James starts a whole other one. <laughs> right, James, what are you doing for your question? <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I'm looking oh, it up. Because I don't know either. But it's a good question, though, eh? Yeah, See, you should have asked that. I should have asked that. 73 and 56. Ah, there you go. 73 Aye. constituency, 56 lists. You don't get a point for that. There we go. Right, right Tim. anyway, Come moving. On. Like a, yeah, like moving on. Neither does he. <laughs> yeah, you got the uh, I'm right? gonna go general knowledge. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and take a lead here. I'm gonna go and general knowledge. Oh. 
Okay, right, let me get to my general knowledge questions. Okay, so we had the very sad news this week that uh, the cricketer Shane Warne had passed away. Uh, but I wanted to know if you knew how many international test wickets did he take in his 145 tests? Was it 408, Not averaging 2.81 a test? Was it 557 wickets at 3.84 per test? Or 706, averaging 4.86 per test. How many wickets? 706. Is the right answer. That's how prolific he was. In every game, he took nearly five <laughs> test wickets. So, there you go. Two points to Jim, taking him into a one-point lead with the general knowledge. Choice there. Okay. Right, Owen, back to you for question three. What are you, uh, what are you going for? I'm go- I'm gonna have to go general knowledge. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> pushed. Okay, so uh, the next general knowledge question is: March the tenth is the anniversary of the first successful telephone test by Alexander Graham Bell. But what was the first thing he said? Was it, Mister Watson? Confirm, please. Mister Watson, come here. I want to see you. Was it, ahoy, ahoy, Mister Watson? Or was it, Mr. Watson, I found a Euro- founded a European Super League? <laughs> um, ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy is not right, I'm afraid, Owen. Uh, it was... Oh, I, thought I, would have thought, I, I thought I knew that. No, no, no. Um, there's a lot of debate around it, but apparently the official uh, version is it's Mr. Watson, come here. I want to see you. Confirm. Yeah. Come here. Come here. I want to see you. Apparently. Mm. There you go. I thought it was a hoi hoi. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I would have said what you said, Owen. That's unfortunate. That was unfortunate for you there. (coughs) Okay. Jeremy, question three. For you. What was the the third? The third topic to get me like a three pointer for you know from outside the. Well, it's the S and P stuff. I mean, you've probably got a slight advantage because these are not uh, maybe. uh, more general. Oh, is it, oh, so it's one of Owen's questions. One of Owen's right, questions. Okay. But I will pick the I might force him on a curl- I might force him on a curling question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go. All oh, right, you're gonna pick a hard one here. Yeah? <laughs> oh well, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the curling questions because Owen got the general knowledge <laughs> okay. one. So I'm still in the lead. I'm still in the lead. Okay. So uh, James, congratulations! Your uh, rink has just won the Briar. B R I E R. What is the briar? Well, the briar is the equivalent of the uh, Scottish Championships. It's the national championships in Canada, uh, where whoever wins gets to represent Canada at the World Championships. Um, and arguably, it is much harder to win the briar than it is to win the World Championships yeah. because Canada have so many good curling teams. It is, it is by far a bigger accolade in Canada to win the Briar than it is to win the Worlds or, or the Olympics right, because it's go. so, so hard. But um, interestingly, when you said that, I thought you knew that I'd won uh, Division 2 uh, in Perth this year and when you said it I'm now the champion of... Uh, and it's been one, it so Division 2 is now... Oh, congratulations. I, uh, it was close. So Wednesday last night, we we won our last game uh, to clinch the Division Two title in right. Perth, so we are now going to be playing in the Super League next year. Ab- um, and uh, but yes, there is actually a bit of controversy around curling right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt the Jimmy. We're <laughs> forty minutes, so we still have. Hurry up! Finish the quiz. Finish the quiz. No, no, finish the quiz. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so. The Scottish champions, right? Generally, <laughs> anybody that wins the Scottish championship in curling, right? Uh, that they've always gone to represent Scotland at the World Championships. That's the way it works, right? And every other nation. Mm. Last year, um, our AGM, the Scottish Curling AGM, all members, right? There was a vote to say that that's not going to happen anymore, and instead, British curling and Scottish curling will choose. Who goes to represent Scotland at the Worlds? Depending on who wins, i.e., 
if it's not the team they want to win, i.e. the funded team, <laughs> then they will pick the funding, mm. potentially the funded team, to go and represent. Now, the, the World Championships is in three weeks' time. The Scottish Championships ended two weeks ago with Ross Patterson as the winners because Moet and his team, who did got the silver at the Olympics, mm. they, they, they coincided the championship, so they couldn't play at the Scottish. So they couldn't even enter to win, right? And so they are now in contention to go to the Worlds. And Ross Patterson, and now there's a whole appeals process. Three weeks away, we still don't know from Scotland who's going to represent Scotland in Las Vegas at the World Championships. because, And it's a total, if you ask me, a total shambles. And this is all down to funding and lottery funding. And they basically mm. didn't want a, a, a lucky team to get through the Scottish to go at the Worlds whilst their funded team sat on the benches and didn't get to play at the Worlds. And uh, and and I honestly, it's really put a downer on the entire sport in Scotland. And it's a big, it's a big uh, debate right now. And a lot of people don't like it. And uh, it's just been a bit of a farce, I'll be honest. It's been an utter farce. But, um, yeah, interestingly, man. though, um, the women's team, exactly the same problem. No, exactly the same problem. But they've declared already that the women's team who won the Scottish is going to go to the Worlds. Right. Right? So they've already done that for the women's, but they've not done it for the men's. And so Eve, who got the gold at the Olympics, is not getting to go to the Worlds. Right? So they've made that decision. But they can't do it for the men. For some reason, they still Mm. don't know. Anyway, carry on. What was your quiz? Oh, Jimmy. All right. Brilliant. I mean, it is interesting. Don't get me wrong. I am interested. It's just... (laughs) Just... Yeah. Your whiskey review is going to be... I told be... you I had a curling news story to go on. Nice. Right, it's yes. going to be very short. It's a small bottle. It's a small yeah. bottle. Don't worry. Right, right. Come on. Right, we're on question three. I don't. I can't even remember whose bloody question. I think it's yours, Owen, isn't it? It is, Owen. I got the one I about the buyer, right? I'll, yeah. I'll have to go general, go general knowledge, knowledge again. Okay. So, it's another on this day, Owen, I'm afraid. Uh, so... Oh, no. so uh, in 1977, astronomers announced the discovery of rings around Uranus. Yeah, yeah, no, add your own joke here. But how many rings do they think Uranus currently has? Is it 17, oh. 13, 11, or 7? Honestly, Brucey, that, how's that general 11. knowledge? How many did you go for, Owen? Well, uh, what's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> He said eleven. That's, that's what I say. Eleven. Oh no, I'm afraid it's. I'm afraid it's thirteen. No. Thirteen. Ah oh, well. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But I think did they not update that to say it's eleven now? I think the update was to thirteen, as far as I can see, based on my <laughs> ripping this quiz from somewhere. I'm chancing it. I'm totally I'm chancing it. <laughs> okay, right, James, you could take could take a a big lead here. You're two points ahead. Uh, no, 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 I'm sticking with Curlin. I'm doing well with Curlin. Well, you see, yeah. it's the tactics, isn't it? Stay home, rack up the points. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Okay, right. Curling. Here we go. Oh, see, you probably know this one. Okay, right. Um, according to the Canadian Curling website, your team has scored points with every single stone that it has thrown. What is this called? An eight-ender. Very rare. About an eight ender. Do you know if you get an eight Ooh. ender in Scotland? Uh, it's not the answer. It's you, not the answer you, I've got, Jimmy. It's not the answer I've got. Not if you score stone. a point with every stone in an yeah. end, yeah, it's got a different name according to according to the Canadian Curling Association. In Canada, oh, oh, who gives a f- about the Canadian <laughs> curling nonsense? Well, it's an official In Scotland, it's called an eight-ender, and you get a plaque from the RCCC, Scottish Curling, to say, you take a picture of it, right, if it happens, and then you you send it in, they make you a plaque, and you get to put it up somewhere in the rink. Well, I'm not giving you the point, just to keep the quiz What do they call it in Canada? Apparently, it's called a snowman. Oh, for God's sake, it's not called a snowman. <laughs> Shut up. I have snowman. never heard nope. that in my entire life. Well, snowman. You I never heard that Saturn had 30 yeah. rings. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, the quiz is still Frickin open, right? Snowman, man. 
Uh, right, it's oh, the last no. question, Owen. You're two points behind, so you can either try and go for the draw, put pressure on Jimmy, or you can you can go nuts and try and get three points in a curling question. Uh, let's go nuts. You know, go for it. Let's go for the curling <laughs> question. Here we uh, go. Right. Uh, let's see, what have I got left? Okay, so it's another multiple choice. So uh, this might have been a hard one for James, actually. Oof. So how many curling clubs... Are there in Canada? Is it seven hundred? <laughs> is it fifteen hundred? Or is it three thousand? I'll give you. I'll, I'll help you a little bit. I don't know the answer, but what I have learned recently, Loads. I have learned recently that there are over two million curlers. <laughs> Let's go fifteen hundred down the middle. I think it's probably the 3,000 of them. No, you're right, Owen. It's three points. 1,500 is the uh, answer. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. So a three-pointer wow. taking you to five. So, James, so to win, it's a uh, general knowledge question or you could really rub it in, go for an SMP question or no. you could uh, tie us up. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. No, no, I'm going to go the SMP question. You're going to go the <laughs> SMP question. Okay. So out of kind yeah, of fairness... Yeah. He can get a curling question. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, oh, I should probably give you a multiple choice one, out of fairness. As of April 2021, the SMP had 310,000 followers on Twitter. In the same month, how many followers did Nicholas Sturgeon have? Okay, so was it, was it 300,000? Was it 500,000 or was it 1.5, 1. 1.4 million? I don't think it's in the millions. I think it's 500,000. Boom that is yeah. wrong. It was 1.4 million Twitter followers. Is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So, Owen wins the quiz That's by a solitary point. Comeback, curling yeah. uh, quest, lost the surprise comeback. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. We've run out of time now. I've got a couple of other curling questions I can't even ask you either. Jimmy. There you go. Stupid Just bloody quiz. Go and ask me them anyway. Ask me them anyway. Go and ask me them anyway. Right, right. Go be dead fast. Come on, It's mandatory that you use the hat right. when you throw your uh, stone. True or false? Yeah. It's mandatory to use uh, the true. hack. And use, no, no well, uh, well, in curling, no. No, because you can throw it with a stick. Yeah, you don't have to use the hack, apparently. It's false. You don't. It's Everyone uses it because uh, because it's there and it helps you, but apparently um, you don't have to. You don't want to. Huh? There you go. That's not why I answered it, but I didn't realise that was why. But okay. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I think we had the rest, didn't we? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Yeah, you, you Did we? I don't know. You said there was two, but okay. Yeah, no, sorry. I thought there was, uh, cool. there was uh, two more. But there was only one. Right. Well, there you go. Different quiz this week. So, right, Jimmy, you're going to do some. Uh, Excellent some quiz. Excellent. Well done, quiz. Well done, quiz master. That was a very good format. I like that. It's like it's almost <laughs> like I remembered it from somewhere. I can't remember exactly where, but you know, it was similar <laughs> to something I've heard before. It was good. Yeah, good yeah, job. yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, ah, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to my friends at the Guardian for this week's general knowledge question. Right. <laughs> uh, right, Jimmy. Hit us up with some whiskey. What have you got? Don't worry, I'm going to be quick this month, this month, this week. Um, so I've got uh, a little bottle of my taster pack that I got from my sister, um, not last year, but the year before, um, of some little whiskeys. It's the last one. This is a cool Ila. This is, I've, I've opened it up for the, uh, putting it up to the camera for those on uh, YouTube. So it's um, a really, really peaty Isla whiskey um, that is uh, an incredibly... Uh, peaty whiskey. It's one of the strongest peated whiskies mm. I have ever, ever tasted. Um, it's like if you've ever been around a peat fire, right? And a lot of people haven't. But imagine that, that it's going out and the embers are dying 
right? And you can get that nice peat smell in the, in the room, right? And then you thrust your face in the fire and it just goes, <laughs> and it's just like, and you get nothing but peat. That's what the Kulila is like, right? Okay, so it is honestly, it's just like sticking your face in an entire peat fire. So it's it's a whiskey, it's a whiskey that I don't drink an awful lot of. And, and I've learned to appreciate the fact that it is different. But I, I don't drink it a lot because I don't really like it that much. And I'm going to drink it neat initially again because, I, like I say, I don't drink it often. So I'm going to drink it. So while you're drinking, Jimmy, a question for you. I take it the peat tinus comes from the water. Would that be the uh, would that be the driving factor there? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, they don't. They don't like you know. There's no sort of peat. There's no sort of heat process that they use peat for or anything that you can get the smoke from the peat in the whiskey. Um, they get it from uh, a lot from the the water um, that they take through, that that's kind of filtered through peat. Um, I think. Actually, that's a good question. I think that's what it is. It must be the water. However, I don't else they get it from. But yeah. And it's actually, it's really quite smooth and neat, but you just get this huge, huge amount of smoke and this huge amount of mm. kind of, whoa, that is totally different. And you do get a burn on the way down. A lot of people don't like the burn. And and with a, a Lafroig or with a, and with a Kulila, <laughs> you, you do get that burn. The first one, I didn't get yep. it there. The, the first sip, the second sip, I kind of got it and it's sitting, sits at the back of your throat and it goes down and, kind of hangs so i do generally put a little bit of water and um, so i'm going to actually add a wee bit of water on this week is it one you know i know you're a didn't have my, fan of your whiskey i do uh, i do like the peaty ones so yeah kulela's quite exceptional um yeah a, a, a good old peat smack to the face <laughs> it is and uh, mm. and you know i never knew how to pronounce it Right, and this is an interesting. Well, it's not an interesting story. I'm going to tell you the story anyway. But um, I was I was walking the Great Glen, did the Great Glen, which is from Fort William out to Inverness, and uh, we just got out of Fort William, and it was a lovely day, and we were ambling along, and we saw this village, right, and the, and it was pronounced C O A L, and we thought, how on earth do you pronounce that? And we thought, mm. like, that's not cool. Is it how do you, is it cowl? We're not quite sure. And this woman walked out of the village and we were, oh, <laughs> so how are you doing? Uh, could you tell us how do you pronounce the place name here? And she went, oh, it's not a problem. It's Fort William. <laughs> and we said, no, no, no. <laughs> the village over there. We know we were just out of Fort William. We kind of got that bit. And, and she went, oh, well, that's cool. Uh, you're in cool now. And I didn't realize it. It says, well, it's just outside Fort William called Cool. And then we went to a distillery shortly after that, and then we saw the Kulila, and I knew, ah, is it Kulila? And they went, no, it's mm. normally pronounced Kulila. Um, and it's actually, and, and the first name, the first word is pronounced mm. Kul. It's C-O-A-L. So just in case, because there are a few whiskies that I mispronounce. I mispronounced one recently that I've had on the show that I need to correct. I'll, I'll go back for it. Jesus. But I, apparently my uh, cousin corrected me on the pronunciation. So uh, <laughs> I'll need to correct the record because God forbid I would be a liar. Exactly. And my my normal question, Jimmy, can I get that in a supermarket or am I having to go for go hunting for oh, it? Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Uh, Kulila is actually one, it is one of the more popular whiskies. You do see it um, uh, quite a lot in supermarkets. Um, it yeah. is one that's uh, readily available. So you will see it alongside um, Lafroig or Atalasco. It's kind of that sort of, they, they're, they're kind of grouped together. Similar types of whiskies, yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff. Thank you, Jimmy. Right, brilliant. So, um, obviously, Sai's not here this week, but I don't want to lose his uh, his birthday slot, and there's some cracking birthdays today that I want you to have, have a guess at. So, oh, and this is, we have a, uh, a list of birthdays, uh, and you have to try and tell us who, uh, how old you think the uh, the celebrity is that we're that we're, yep. that we're bringing up. All right. Um, so, uh, and also for a bonus point, I have met one of these five people. So, if you can work out which one it is that I have met, then uh, you're a very clever man. <laughs> Look at James's face; he's not <laughs> impressed. Right, let's start with. Uh, Chuck Norris, famous actor, also 
meme king, known uh, known for being a very hard man. I've got a brilliant quote about him. How old do you think? Yeah. Is he still Norris alive? Today. Why? Really? Why? He was in the, oh, I suppose the last films he was in was probably The Expendables. He was in one or a, a couple of those. Was uh, he? As was, as, as was every other action actor yeah. for the 90s, yeah. I think. But um, what's, I don't know, maybe what, 75 or thereabouts? I'll go, I'll go, yeah, I'll go a wee bit older. I'm going to go a wee bit, well, it's not far off. I'll go a little older though, I'm going to go 77. 77, well, you, you'd you be closer, Jimmy. He's actually 82, Chuck Norris. Um, I thought wow. he was older, right, and okay. There's a brilliant fact about, this, these Chuck Norris facts about how hard he is, you know, it's, most of them are made up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all the memes. Uh, <laughs> All the memes and stuff. But apparently his personal favourite is that they wanted to add his face to Mount Rushmore, but the granite's not hard enough for his beard. <laughs> ah, yes. Yeah. No. Of course, it's the classic. I think it's the Enter the Dragon when Bruce Lee kind of does a whole grab in the chest here and then just sort of blows it away from his hand and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's absolute classic. Brilliant. Right, next one up is uh, the uh, uh, Scottish pop uh, R&B artist Emily Sandy is how old oh, yeah. today? Emily Sandy. Oh, Emily Sandy. Okay, I'm gonna go Emily Sandy. Oh, she's not that old. Forty. Is she older than me? She's younger. I think she's younger than me. I'm gonna go forty. Forty, James. Go. I'm going to say something like 27. Oof. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Sorry, Emily Sandy. Uh, really? Well, you're oh, always wrong. You're almost split right down the middle. She's actually 35 today, Emily Sandy. So there you mm. go. Okay, okay. Owen's obviously wanting a date. Jesus, <laughs> 27, man. I... Oh, you look twin. 40. Oh, you 40. look 27, darling. Are you sure? Come back to mine, please. <laughs> Uh, all right, staying on the musical theme, we have uh, country star Carrie Underwood. For those of the country music persuasion, mm. uh, how old do you think Carrie yes. Underwood is? Lovely voice. My wife is a big fan. Owen, you go for the first one on this. I was going to say, I'm not even sure I know who nah, that is. Country, country, she's a star. Big, so, big. 65. Oh, <laughs> she's like in her 30s. She's I like late twenties or something. She's. I do not uh, know who that is. I, she's, uh, she she won yeah. like uh, did she not win? Did she not win like a a, a pop idol or something? Uh, you know, I, think an, I, yeah. I think you might. I be right. don't think I've ever watched any of those. Uh, <laughs> right, Jimmy. Yeah, what are you she's not that old. She's about. She's she's. she's I'm going to say thirty. Thirty. She's not that old. Thirty nine. It's older than you, older than you maybe think. <gasps> no way! No yep. way! Thirty-nine. Okay. Wow. Two left. So Two left. a chance. <laughs> the next okay. one is Prince Prince Edward of the royal family. How old is he today? Prince Edward. See the good one or the bad one? I can't remember. No, he's the, he's, he's all right, the, isn't he? I'll, I'll give you a week. Though. He's the youngest Andrew, of the four. <laughs> uh, he's still he's still well, trying to work it out with the royal family but 68 or but 68 or 68? something like 68 68 Andrew how old do you think and Charles is though Edward <laughs> I know <laughs> Jesus man yeah he must be about uh, it's ages I was uh, I was invited to meet Prince Charles this ah, week and did you but I couldn't. I couldn't. No, I, I was. I was busy. Ah, right. I sorry. Busy. Got, got a, five asides on. Sorry, chick. I once asked Prince Charles if he wanted to go for a pint, <laughs> and that is a true story. But there you go. And did he? No. No, he was too busy. Apparently, meeting people and stuff. Nah, go. <laughs> going to five aside football <laughs> with Owen. He, he did. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to him, he was very cool and he did laugh. But uh, yeah, that was that's a true story. Right, Prince Edward, how old? Mm. I'm gonna go ages where just older than me, forty nine. Oh, okay, forty nine. And what did you say, sixty something? Right? Uh, 68. Yeah, 65. 68. 65. <laughs> well, we'll say, I'll stick my 
Revised downwards to 65. Uh, Prince, Prince Edward is 58 <laughs> today. 58. Which is older oh. than I thought. Well, that was not far off. Yeah, older than I thought as well, actually, yeah. And lastly, I think this one will, think they will would, definitely make you feel. Old. No, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to interrupt yeah. your last question again. Jeez, well, we're do you over think there already. They will we? make. All oh, right, sorry. Do you think they're going to make Prince Charles king? Because he's about to die anyway, isn't he? He's too old. Yes, no, he's, he's not got long to go. Not only if you go by my age. Yeah. All <laughs> ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Don't know what he's Ninety-four. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that makes some. That makes some early sixties, right? Okay, carry on. Sorry. He'd still get twenty years if he lived as old as the. Queen, wouldn't he? So, yeah, true, true. It's probably likely. Yeah. Okay, last one. Uh, famous uh, for her charity campaigning, uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, is that why she's famous? <laughs> yeah. Um, Sharon yeah. Stone. Uh, Sharon Stone. She, she must be late 60s now, 68. Oh, she's 68. 62. Whoa, yeah. She's got to be older than that, isn't she? 64, apparently. 64. Oh, right, there you go. Right in the middle. Okay. Uh, and uh, for your bonus point, which of the five of them have I met? Oh, yes, of course. Uh, I'm going to go... I, I just want it to be Chuck Norris. <laughs> it's <laughs> not Chuck Norris. I mean, the actor world. You would world. have known about that. <laughs> Uh, the only one you wouldn't have boasted about, I think, is probably Edward. Okay. Everybody else, you would have gone, Sharon Stone. Uh, you would have uh, gone, Chuck Norris. You would have gone, you know what I mean? You'd be all over yeah. that shit with the rest mm. of us. So the only one that you wouldn't have boasted about, I don't think, would have been Edward. You are. Emily Sandy. You think Emily nah. Sandy? No, James is James knows the man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I met him a few years ago. Yeah, baby, know the man, know the answer. Brilliant. Okay, we're now uh, we're now in our second instalment. It's fine. Right, uh, Scott's word of the week, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll finish off. Right. Okay. I'll be quick about this. I'll be quick about this. All right. So you've got on Kiri, on Kiri. No. Apparently, on Kerry can be spelt, spelled O-N-K-E-R-R-Y, O-N-K-A-I-R-R-Y, O-N-K-A-R-R-I-E, or O-N-K-R-I. On Okay. Okay. On Kerry. On Kerry. On Kerry. On Right? Is it a stink or a bad smell? It's a bit on about here. Like honking. On is it a bit of a mess? Or maybe even like a burich, an onkery? Yeah. It's all places it's just like burich, a, yeah. an onkery. Right? Is it a holster for a horse? An onkery? A holster? You put it on and he carries it. Right? You put it on and he carries. Right? Onkery. <laughs> I did not make that one up. I did not make that one up. <laughs> Yeah. That is a that is a that is an absolute possibility, okay. right? I did not, I did not make that one up. And or is it a bit of a fuss, a bit of a fuss, a bit of a carry on, a bit of an onkery, having a wee bit of an onkery? Don't worry. Oh, there's, oh, there's a wee onkery going on doing the shops at the moment. Have you seen wee onkery going on? A wee bit of fuss, a wee bit of carry on. So stinker a bad yeah. smell, a mess of the booty, holster for a horse, a fuss or a carry on. Given that you do this first in the show, James, pick. I'm very impressed that you come up with this <laughs> uh, range, of, range of answers. <laughs> hey, hey, it's all about thinking on your feet. It's all about thinking on your feet. I <laughs> would go for a smell. Ooh, a stink and a bad smell. Oh, there's a bit of an onkery about here. Hey, is that what you could use that down in the down in the Parliament next week? <laughs> hey, what was the last one again? Tim? About that. What was the fourth uh, one? A fuss or a carry on? A bit of a fuss, a bit of carry on, a bit of an going on. A holster for a horse, Bruce. You remember that one? It's like a holster, <laughs> I, I, an I, on I, carry, an on carry. That will take a long time to, to, right. to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, a, a mess, a mess or a bit of a booty. 
I think it's the last one. I don't know why. That's my end. A fuss or a carry Reef on? A fuss, a bit of a mucky debut. Mm. An on carry. An on carry. Right. Bruce is right, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to throw him off. I tried to throw him off. Couldn't, it, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. It is a fuss or a carry on. But yes, it is not It is not a holster for a horse. Although it should be, <laughs> right? It is not a holster for a horse. So an on carry, an on carry, an on carry. An on carry. There you go. Uh, a bit of a fuss. A bit, a bit of a, a fuss. A bit of a carry on. Well, that's probably a good summary for the last hour and five minutes, I reckon. Uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Owen, for stepping in, it's particularly at such a such short. Yeah, no, thanks, Owen. Good to have you back. Always good. Always good. Uh, cheers, James. I uh, hope you have a good uh, good couple of weeks. And, and I will. Don't worry. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, what? I guess, Good, but, oh, I, just, I, I actually asked you to talk for once in the whole podcast. You didn't say anything, you know. So, what did you say? Were you wait, <laughs> waiting to interrupt me again? Just, right, brilliant. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll see you uh, with Simon hopefully back. And James, uh, this is James not feeling well, by the way. Can I just say that he's not feeling well? This is me. This is me. Ninety percent. Eighty percent. I've got man flu. I've got man flu stage four. Right, honestly, I just called the priest. He's on his way. That's how bad it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is an exorcist. Right, an exorcism. Right, anyway, thank you all. We'll see you next time on the bridge. There's a message to in the air. Come from crazy horses riding everywhere. It's so morning, it's in every tongue. Stop them crazy horses on the It's all.